Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded April 5th, 2022. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today in the podcast, we run through the results of our quarterly investor survey, which we conducted March 28th through 31st of 106 institutional equity investors. The big things you need to know. First, stock market bulls nearly vanished in our 1Q survey. Second, valuations, margins, the Fed, gas prices, and Russia-Ukraine are weighing heavily on investors. But on Russia-Ukraine, some of the more dire outcomes aren't seen as probable, and opinions on recession are split, helping explain why U.S. equities have been rebounding. Third, we saw a cautious bent to positioning views. And fourth, the survey results reinforce our belief that the U.S. equity market has already baked in a lot of bad news, at least in part but that the onset of recession or a major broadening out or worsening of the Russia-Ukraine war are key downside risks to monitor. If you'd like to hear more, here's another six minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other major platforms. Now the details. Takeaway number one, stock market bulls nearly vanished in our 1Q survey. In total, 21% described themselves as bullish and none were very bullish. This was a new extreme low for the optimists and the first time since mid-2019 that the bears outnumbered the bulls. Meanwhile, the bearish and very bearish camps rose sharply from last quarter from 15% to 33%, but stayed below the survey high achieved in 2Q 2019. Nearly half of our survey respondents, 46%, described themselves as neutral on their stock market outlook. Moving on to takeaway number two. Valuations, margins, the Fed, gas prices, and Russia-Ukraine weigh heavily on investors, but on Russia-Ukraine, some of the more dire outcomes aren't seen as probable, and opinions on recession are split, helping explain why U.S. equities have been rebounding. 53% say valuations are expensive, up from 4Q, but below past survey highs. 55% expect margin contraction, up sharply from last quarter and survey highs. This suggests to us that buy-side expectations for earnings are likely much more pessimistic than bottom-up sell-side consensus numbers as 1Q22 reporting season comes into view. On recession, 42% told us that an economic downturn is likely or very likely, and 37% said one is unlikely or very unlikely. Faith in the Fed is quite low, but there is some disagreement as to what kind of policy error will emerge, with 47% saying it's likely that the Fed will tighten too much, 33% saying they will tighten too little, and just 17% saying they'll get it just right. Our respondents were generally worried about all of the hot economic topics of the day, but are a little bit more worried about gas prices and the Fed than Russia-Ukraine, mortgage rates, and the yield curve. We spent a lot of time in this survey on Russia-Ukraine to see what is and isn't getting baked in right now. On Russia-Ukraine, in terms of what appears to be at least partially baked in, well over half expect sanctions to endure for quite some time, don't expect a clear winner, and think a European recession, cyber attacks on the U.S., and a Russian debt default are somewhat or very likely. Issues where more than half of our respondents were in the not very likely or very unlikely camp, suggesting to us that they pose downside risks to the market should they occur, included the use of nuclear weapons, direct NATO involvement in the military conflict, the U.S. tipping into recession, the use of chemical or biological weapons, and the military conflict going on for multiple years. While most believe that the military conflict will be resolved within the next 12 months, Few expect an imminent ceasefire, suggesting to us that a true peace deal could be accompanied by a favorable reaction in U.S. equities. Takeaway number three, not surprisingly, we saw a cautious bent to positioning views. 
On current views, most expect high-quality large-cap in the U.S. to outperform, while few expect Asia, EM, developed Europe, or low-quality to lead. In terms of what changed relative to December, outlooks for defensives, Canada, healthcare, large-cap, U.S., the commodity sectors, and growth improved the most, while outlooks for financials, EM, consumer discretionary, small-cap, and mid-cap deteriorated the most. There were two things that really jumped out in our positioning questions. First, geographical preferences are wide. Despite mixed or neutral views on the direction of the U.S. equity market itself, 53% still expect U.S. equities to outperform over the next 6 to 12 months. Many investors we've spoken with have been confused about why U.S. equities have rebounded in recent weeks, but our survey supports the idea that safe haven seeking has benefited U.S. equities. The second thing that jumped out is that healthcare ranked ahead of other defensive sectors in terms of the level of optimism in the year-ahead outlook. Healthcare also came in ahead of all other sectors in terms of the improvement in outlook relative to last quarter. This doesn't seem like performance chasing to us. Healthcare has lagged both utilities and consumer staples in terms of year-to-date returns, and is just barely outpacing the S&P 500 for the year. In this context, we view our survey results as supportive of our view that healthcare may be the better way to play defense going forward if U.S. equities take another turn lower on building recession fears. Wrapping up with takeaway number four, our investor survey informs our broader market call in two ways. First, the sharp drop in bulls in our survey provides further support to the idea, which we've discussed in prior podcasts when we've talked about the bottoms that appear to have been put in on the AAII survey and CFTC equity futures positioning data for NASDAQ and Russell 2000. That sentiment has already taken a major hit, and a lot of the bad news being discussed today has already been baked into stock prices. Our survey gives us some specifics on that idea. Disapproval of the Fed is already very extreme, and investors are already bracing for margin contraction, lengthy sanctions on Russia, a European recession, cyber attacks on the U.S., and a Russian debt default. Secondly, our survey helps us understand what the big risks to our view are by highlighting issues that still have the power to surprise investors. The onset of recession is one of those key risks, as fewer than half see it as likely to some degree. A major broadening out of the Russia-Ukraine war, such that NATO is involved or nuclear, chemical, and biological weapons are used, is the other thing. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out our sister podcast, RBC's Industries in Motion, for thoughts on specific sectors from RBC's team of equity analysts. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.